Lead Well. Welcome to the Lead Well podcast, where we're growing the whole leader, sharpening leadership skills while strengthening the heart and leadership. Let's lead well. Hello and welcome to the Lead Well podcast. This is Javon Leggins, and today I'm joined again by Pastors Israel and Sonia Piotr. Thank you guys for being with us again. Just as a refresher, in case people are coming to the party late, maybe they didn't listen to to the last episode we had with you guys, just remind us again who you are and anything you want to share in that regard. Yeah. Hey, guys, we're so glad to be here. Thank you, Pastor Javon, for having us. We, Israel and I, my husband and I, have been married for 13 years. We've been doing ministry for 20 years. And we have three little kids, Isabella, Ethan, and Lennox. And we are passionate about our mission in inner healing and soul care. Yeah, that's so good. And I I really, really, again, just want to emphasize, we're just so grateful that you guys are with us today and willing to share because you uh, often touch an area that is in this season very important, which is leader health. And, you know, last time that you guys were with us, you shared specifically about how we can carry the burdens that we take on, whether they're given to us or whether we readily accept them on our own and how we can do that in a healthy way. And you you reminded us that we have to remember that that it's not our cross uh, and we are meant to carry that for an appointed time. And we need to be clear on that and the boundaries with that. And then you also just reminded us to always acknowledge what in this person's story is touching my story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that is all fantastic. It's all good. But I know a lot of leaders who are listening to this, you know, in places that you don't talk about at parties, you, we always tend to ask ourselves the question, what's in it for me? All right. So right. I'm going to I'm going to ask that because we're, we're talking about carrying people's burdens and doing that in a responsible sure. way. But I'm a leader. I'll ask it because nobody else will. <laughs> what, what's in it for me? Yeah. So that's a that's a great way to put it. And I think that we need to remind ourselves that transformation is happening in that moment of ministry. And that transformation isn't just for that person. Mm -hmm. It's transformation for everyone. Mm -hmm. It's transformation for the person that you're praying for. It's transformation for you. So Mm -hmm. while it's not our cross, the transformation that comes from this moment is for you for this season. I'll give you an example. There was a young man that came to the altar one time and he was really having a hard time. And this is what he said. I said, how can I help you? And he says, I can't hear God anymore. Mm. He left me. That was his statement. And so it was interesting because I had been working for three days, like long hours in the office here. And I kind of was noticing my own heart being fatigued. You know, I mean, I was feeling a little bit of of tiredness deep within. And when he said that, it struck a chord in me. And I realized, you know what? I kind of haven't heard from God either. Like, mm. I, this is kind of my story. Yeah. Like, your story is kind of touching my story. And so, you know, I had an opportunity there. I guess I could have backed out or maybe called someone else who I felt more qualified. But I said, you know what, Lord, I think that you have something for him. So let's pray. And we, be, we begin to pray. And I just said, let's just, let's just find out what God is saying in this moment. So he and I got real still. And after I finished praying, I said, Lord, will you, will you just speak to us? 
And he begins to weep and he nods his head like nothing's happening. And deep within me, I, I felt, I heard, I heard God kind of speaking deep into my heart with this inner voice. And um, this is what I felt the Lord say. I felt the Lord say, I am present. Your human ears may not be able to pick up on my frequency, but what you really need right now is my physical presence, not words. And so I just, I wrestled with that and I said, God, is that you? And he's like, yeah, I think that's God. Let, let me find out. And then I looked at him and I said, what, what did you hear God say in this moment? Like, what, what, what was God telling you right now? And he just said, um, God just assured me that he's here. And I'm like, wow, let me, can I tell you what I got too? I, I, this is what God said, that, that the Lord is present. Your human senses may are too finite to pick up on God's infinite presence, but he's here. And what the Lord knows, what he is diagnosing your situation as, the healing agent is his presence, not so much his words. And he began to weep. And that touched in me something because the Lord said to me, son, I'm not just talking to him. I'm also talking to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is for you. Yeah. And so he, he sat down and just, he just got still with God. I saw him getting still with God. And as I'm walking off, I kind of felt God say to me, okay, so he's embracing this moment of actual presence with me. Where are you going? And I'm like, oh. And I, I, I took the next row behind him. And I just kind of imitated what he was doing. And I just got still for a second. And I was like, Lord, I know you're present. I may not hear you. I may not feel you. But your presence, your special presence is here. And I'm going to choose to absorb that. I'm going to choose to rest in that. And we shared that moment where he and I were both resting in the presence of God Almighty. And it was so healing for me. Wow. That's so good. And the the thing I I love about that is that in a way it just speaks to the intentionality of God and how he's not just doing one thing at a time. As we as leaders are ministering to someone or leading someone, God is also doing that same thing to us through these situations. And I, I love that. Mm -hmm. So for me, the next step in that is to just acknowledge that sometimes I don't have it, you know, right. maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm fatigued. Maybe I'm, I'm tired of, of feeling compassion. You guys, as you shared with our leaders in, in, in previous settings, you use this term compassion fatigue. Mm -hmm. And I would love for you to share a little bit about that because when I feel that, what should I do to refuel? What should I do to replenish myself? So right. I, right. I'd love for you to share a little bit about that. Right. Right. Yeah. Compassion fatigue really, speaks to, again, our acknowledgement that we are human, that we are human vessels filled with Christ, but we are still human. And so it's the acknowledgement of we are going to get tired. God is really the only one who never gets tired, but human beings he created with needs. And when we approach whatever kind of leadership we're doing, whether it's as a, as, it's as a leader of a group or leader of our home or praying for somebody at the or front praying the for altar. someone. Yes. You know, we want to really have this heart attitude of what Jesus talked about in Matthew five, three, which is blessed are the poor in spirit. When we approach 
our leadership this way and this knowing that inside of us we have needs that only God can meet. We are in absolute need for God. When we have that stance, then we will be open to receiving that transformation that you were just talking about, Israel, that that ministry moment that's going to be given to the person that God is working through us but he is also going to be doing something in us. And so compassion fatigue talks about, can we just acknowledge we are human vessels and can we be okay with understanding our limits and when we need rest, when our soul is exhausted of caring so much about other people that we are now depleted. And so when I think about how do we replenish, there's many things, and we're not going to be able to go through a lot, you know, the exhaustive list of of all the things. But I think the thing that really stands out to me right now is can we come into that leadership position or, or service with our stance of, God, I am in absolute need of you. And can you, can you please also minister to me while you work through me as I lead my group, as I pray with this person? Yeah, I think, I think what we can do is the weight of, the, of that ministry moment can be so heavy that sometimes we don't necessarily feel God's love for us. And so we, we've got to start finding ways where we can be in tune to like what is lacking in our hearts. And so we've got to develop some level of intelligence to say, I'm exhausted. Um, I'm tired. I'm, I'm depleted. Like there's got to be some warning lights on our gauges that are flickering and going off saying, man, I don't sense God love. I don't feel him. I don't, man, he's not reaching out to me. I'm not reaching out to him. I'm too tired. And I think that when it comes to replenishing, it's an art that number one, we have to acknowledge it. We have to start paying attention to the lights on our dashboard that are flickering and saying, hey, we're running low. We're, we're hitting E. And then we have to be quick to replenish. And I think that we can do that mm-hmm. in three types of ways. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to briefly name them so that you can kind of mm-hmm. go into more of an exhaustive definition of each of these. But mm-hmm. I think the way that we can tend to ourselves, the way that we can replenish is how quick we are to name the hurt, to accept what's happening, Mm-hmm. and to invite God in to repair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of the things that I personally do is to 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 care for me is I do I do work before and after I'm going to have some sort of meeting or lead a group or whatever it is that I'm doing. So I prepare my soul before and then in I enter that that stance that that position whatever it is that I'm going to be doing or leading knowing that God I am in desperate need of you as well so please re- I I'm going to receive from you as well and then when I leave that whether it's a group or or a meeting then I there's certain things that I that I need to be doing now for me what I like to do is even just taking a few deep breaths when I go into my car, that's what I do. I don't immediately drive off. I just stay there and I think about what's happened. I meditate. I and by that I mean I just I just replay what happened, some of the things that really hit me. And I talk and I talk to God about it. Sometimes if I'm feeling a lot of weight, maybe I don't say anything to God may, verbally. Maybe I'll just think think about that in my mind. Sometimes I need something else. Sometimes I need to do some jumping jacks. 
You know, sometimes it's as simple as, you know what, I feel the stress on my shoulders and I really need to do some stretches. Sometimes it's listening to a worship song, journaling, you know, reading your favorite book, taking a walk outside. I have found that when I'm stressed, when I'm feeling the weight of the world on my shoulders, if I just go outside for maybe five, 10 minutes and I just receive what, like the, the rays of the sun, it's simple things that makes me feel alive again. And so really it's not complicated. It's just the little simple things that we forget to do that are so easy for us to think, oh, I don't need to do that. You know, I'm good. Can I just add something really yeah. quick? I think we need to look at some of like when I said dashboard lights, like we need to think before the wheels fall off, before we mm -hmm. crack and crumble, yeah. we need to pay attention to some of the signals that are happening. So here's a couple of things mm -hmm. that that passion fatigue will tell you that you're about to crash. Okay. Number one, it, it exhaustion, depletion of empathy, the blurring of boundaries, and it can cause our sense of compassion for others to shrink compassion towards yourself, compassion towards your family, towards the church, even towards the mission that God has put into your heart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So those are all symptoms that you are headed towards compassion fatigue. So you guys mentioned this process of naming it, accepting, accepting it, and mm -hmm. then inviting God in. Mm -hmm. I'd love for you to talk a little bit about what does that, what does that practically look like mm -hmm. in our lives? Yeah. And I, for me, it really is as simple as, you know, naming, I am feeling, you know, I'm feeling kind of exhausted right now. I'm feeling maybe not as compassionate, like I don't care, you know, and naming that itself is going to help me go into the next step, which is accepting my humanity, accepting that, okay, Sonia, like now you need rest. Now you need to replenish. And what are you going to do to replenish? I can either spend three, four hours on Netflix, which is not replenishing, or I can really do the work that I need to do with God to get real replenishment. A lot of times we're going to be tempted. I mean, let's just be honest, right? We all have that temptation to just, hey, like maybe if I just watch my favorite show for five hours, that's going to help me get feel better. But the reality is it's, it's going to be fun for maybe an hour or two, but after that, it's going to actually add more strain to yourself. So then the next thing that I do is just invite God in. Honey, you want to talk about that? Yeah. And that's basically, and I'll, and I'll kind of go back. Let me if I can tell kind of my story as it was in reference to the guy that I ministered to at the front of the platform, I had to name within me that I was also feeling left alone, that I was feeling disconnected from God. I had to name that. So there was a disconnect. That was the name. I had to accept that I am human. And in my humanity, I got so busy that I forget. I forgot to reconnect with the Lord. And deep down inside, is this longing for God, okay, that only he can satisfy. I had to accept that part of me. And I had to accept the fact that I am dealing with some sorrow in that moment, that me as a pastor who's supposed to be always on point, never slacking, never spiritually slouching, that in that moment, I am feeling weak. I had to accept that. And then once I did that, I moved to the next step, which is what you were talking about, Sonia, inviting God in. And that was when I allowed God to say, Lord, speak to me in my condition. Speak to me where I'm at. 
please help me understand what is happening. Speak to my, my, my sanctified imagination. Show me a visual. Speak to my heart where I can kind of faintly hear your soft whisper. Speak to me in scripture. Speak to me how you choose to. And what he chose to spoke to me is that what I truly needed, as much as this other young man that I was praying for, was his presence. I needed an encounter with Jesus. I had to learn how to sit still. And so God, how he came in was through an encounter. It was through an actual moment of intimacy there where I was in his presence. Yeah, that's so good. And I appreciate you sharing that because what that does for all of us who are listening and taking this in is that it gives us practical steps of how we can address that, uh, like we've talked about before, how we can acknowledge it and then take action steps, practical action steps for how to deal with it. So as we get ready to close this particular episode, are there any final thoughts or final takeaways that you want to remind us of or that you want to share? I'll just kind of sum up what we talked about in the last two episodes. We have to remember this is not our cross. Number two, what is in their story that is touching your story? Number three, remember that transformation is for everyone. And number four, the biggest thing, replenish, replenish, replenish. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, and I'll, I'll add that don't underestimate the power of simple things that you can use for your own self-care, whether it's going outside for five minutes or reading your favorite book for 10 minutes, whatever or, that is. Or calling a friend. Calling and a having friend. some conversation with them. Fantastic. Well, this has been really good. This has been really rich. I'm so thankful that we'll have the opportunity to continue to be poured into from you guys. Uh, you're such a blessing. Again, I just I want to make sure that I emphasize that you're such a blessing to the body uh, here at Victory, thank but you. then just for the church as a whole. Uh, so thank you guys. Before we go, are there any resources that you want to remind people to to check out? I know we mentioned some last time that mm -hmm. we were together, but are there any resources that you want to remind us of? Yes, I just want to remind you, you know, if you have a few extra minutes, just take that take that test. We'll have that on the notes of this episode. Uh, if you want to locate where you are on soul fatigue and compassion fatigue, just take it'll take you maybe three, four minutes to get that done but that'll really help you to see what are the areas that you need to hit hard on replenishing yourself. Awesome. All right. So just as she said, you can check the show notes. We'll make sure to have that link there. We want you to take advantage of that until next time we will continue to grow with each other. You can always find more leadership content at leadwellpeople.com and you can connect with us on Instagram at leadwellpeople. If you're listening to this, we love you. Uh, we want to continue to make investments into our leadership and grow as leaders. And until next time, let's continue to sharpen our skills and strengthen our hearts as we endeavor to lead well. All right. Take care.